We are recording. Oh no, Mitch misses pants again. White bars, red dance, movie mad lips. We make it rain with verbs and nouns. Play a funny pop like gold wave sound. Jerry's Deli got the nice cuts. Heard the bathrooms here are really nuts. Wayne's World too hypothesis. Only jokes, not politics. Wait, what? You hadn't seen that? White machete kill you with the baseball bat. Vietnam audiences growing bigger. That Kevin Smith liked us on Twitter. Sandy Bullock got run upset. Test of Ernie recommends the net. Brandis, why'd you do that thing? It's Peterson and the Rental King. What's up, guys? It is the Rental King from the from the from the song just there. Hey, what? You hadn't seen that? You hadn't heard of our show? Well, it's called Box Office Tangents. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm gonna try and get some low-key uh, introductions to the show. I waste a lot. I burn a lot of our allotted podcast time just stammering through the intro of each show. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring in. I'm gonna bring in my co-host, my co-host from the north, my good buddy from over at CinemastersUniverse.com, the one, the only, Mr. Adam Peterson. Heidi ho, neighborino. Is Wilson still alive, I wonder? Oh, he's probably dead. That's the kind of downer I like to start every show with. Let's just, <laughs> boom, immediately jump right off that cliff. He, he's, that guy's probably dead. He's dead. He's so dead. I wonder what that guy's up to. He's probably he's dead. He's probably dead. <laughs> Don't you feel bad for me, though? Because, like, I'm so old, I genuinely for a minute thought, I wonder what that guy's been up to. And then thought, oh, wait. He was older when that was a thing, and now it's been a long time since that thing was a thing. Probably, he's probably dead. <laughs> well, um, but maybe not. Uh, but maybe not. I don't know. Should I look it up? I feel bad. I'm going to look it are, up. Okay, we're, you, we're talk- you you go ahead and, and tell tell everybody what this podcast even is. We're we're, ta- we're talking about uh, uh, Wilson, right next door to absolutely yes. Yeah, Earl Hindman is definitely dead. He's 100% dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. He's definitely dead. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, not cool. It's sad. <laughs> and I was I, like, yeah, he's say. dead, and we're happy about it. We are so glad <laughs> Earl Hindman is no yeah. longer alive. That's this podcast. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> if you came here looking for happy, upbeat guys talking about people who are still alive, well, you came to the wrong place, friend. Wrong place, nerds. <laughs> I want to be that guy who just like stays behind you and just takes like something you just said and like just screams it. I, I, I'm down. For you know, that. that's that's I'm well suited for that. <laughs> I'm like Meatwad from the uh, from the Ongo- Hunger Force. Hey, that's a pretty good Meatwad. I didn't. You got hidden talents. <laughs> Damn. Say hey again, Meatwad. What's up, bro? It's <laughs> fucking awesome. I didn't know you could talk like Meatwad. That's the best. I want to use that so much now. <laughs> I want there to be like a rapping Meatwad intro to the podcast. Oh, meat. You're going to rue the day you revoke. I should never have done this. Oh, man. We're going to do a Haunted Inheritance, too, but we're going to take out Bobcat and put Meatwad right in his place. I've made a huge mistake. Christ, it's going to be, and I'm going to do Walking, and then you're going to do Meatwad. Meatwad. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Meatwad Pootie Tang. Damn. Doesn't ever, don't you all just want to stop listening to us now and then just go find some Aqua Teen Hunger Force and watch about four to eight episodes uh doesn't that sound good everybody go do that i'm current go do it right now make sure you watch the moon and nights episode and then come back meet meet us back here okay just meet us back here i hope they can see this because i'm doing it as hard as i can <laughs> we flip the bird when we <sighs> smoke <I was> like, <laughs> all right all right um but yeah, the the premise of the of the show, we just you know, it's just like a laid back podcast. Try not to do too much preparing. 
uh, and you know we we take turns. But uh, whose ever turn it is, you just throw out a topic, and then we just go from there. And then hence the name box office tangents. Uh, we're gonna go down some tangent holes. We're gonna bounce around. Yeah, that's gross. We should come up with a new name for that tangent holes. Tangent holes. <laughs> just. Yep. Just sopping wet Just tangent Welcome holes. to tangent holes. <laughs> welcome to tangent town, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. That should be a shirt. <laughs> That's we you, you, <laughs> You've just created our first line of merch. <laughs> welcome to tangent town, comma, bitch. <laughs> I, I feel, oh, do you think we could get the rights to edit Freddy Krueger? I was going to say, if you, that? if you were able to draw a crude enough Freddy Krueger that was... <laughs> oh, I can do that. That was just far enough away. You're like, hey, that kind of looks like Freddy Krueger. But for legal reasons, it's clearly not. <laughs> Eddie Googler. <laughs> yes. His name is... That's perfect. <laughs> Eddie Googler says... Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Tangent Town, bitch. He gets you. At, oh, that's good. He kills you in your daydreams. <laughs> you can't sue us, New Line. Nope, it's a whole different thing. <sighs> you can't touch us. You can't touch us. Oh Lord! Just put the glove so on the good. other hand. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, anyways, yeah. So, like, what what is your uh, topic? We just get this thing started. Just well, get this podcast train a rolling well um it's 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 somewhat topical and and we've uh i think we may have uh, i think we may have discussed a little bit uh of it once upon a time when the writer's strike first happened but there's been uh, one of the the changes in hollywood over the last few days um is that we now have sag uh striking with the, the writers guild and it's it's changing some things up and I, uh, I was, uh, I figured we could kind of weigh in a little bit, but, uh, especially because mm. we've also, you know, that was kind of a segue for us. We've dabbled, uh, in some AI stuff and that's a big mm -hmm. AI and streaming are kind of the two big contention points between <clears throat> those on strike and, uh, those not. Um, but, uh, there's a number of bigger uh, i mean there's plenty of different things in production right now but there's a number of big projects that have come to a halt um that were in some level of production some of them are close to being done some of them are you know in, in different stages um but like beetlejuice 2 deadpool 3 gladiator 2 juror number mm. two which is a clint eastwood film uh the live mm. action lilo and stitch uh, they're adapting Minecraft into a movie. Um, the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, which Part 1, is just coming to theaters. So the sequel mm -hmm. to that, Mortal Kombat 2 and Venom 3, are some of the bigger names on that list of movies that uh, have halted their production um, due to the strike. Uh, and so, <clears throat> I, you know... I, I It's big. Yeah, that's... It's big, and it's not... It doesn't feel like it's going to end anytime soon. Is what I'm like. Get, I just, I hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping by bringing in the actors, which is I think something that hasn't happened since the '60s. Yeah, it's been a very long time since the two have struck at the strike at the same time. Uh, and then the directors kind of like they were, I think, doing it alongside the writers for for like a minute, but they they struck a deal very fast. It seems you know, it's like from the moment. Like one one minute you heard like oh the directors are on strike and then the minute later they're like we're good we're fine yeah we're good the studios and and we the directors are on the same page now well and but yeah the, and, and AI is a good point I I I when I previously when I I and I probably around the time we mentioned it before AI to me felt more like the threat was to writers. Now I feel like I have a better picture of the threat, uh, you know, with with the, you know the video video output. Did you did you read what uh, what what they were uh, uh, proposing? I uh, know I've not, I've uh, not to seen, pay. Yeah, no, I've not seen it. 
Well, I know, I know before we had talked about Bruce Willis and like he selling his likeness or whatever. Yeah. Apparently now, like the, the, the news that leaked or I mean, maybe it wasn't leaked. Maybe it was something that was available to everyone, but I guess right prior to the actors really getting involved for good, like joining the fight. I think it was discovered that the, the studios were offering one day's pay uh, for any background actor uh, in exchange for them digitizing you, creating a, a digital likeness of you, and then being able to reuse that likeness uh, anywhere, that, anytime they like for anything. And that, that, that's really like, I don't know, man. One like one day's pay. See, I, that's that's like, <clears throat> I don't I don't understand how they can't see how horrible of a deal that is. Like that's yeah. I mean that's slapping like you come in, we'll give you a full day's pay, and then we own who you are digitally indefinitely. Yeah. Like what? No. Yeah, and I don't even know if it means you can. Can you alter that image too? Like, let's just say you go in and you're a bag background actor for a breakdancing movie <laughs> so you you've got you know your 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 breakdancing appropriate attire and you're not you don't have any speaking lines you're just like in the back popping and locking yeah. like over and over again so now that they own that can they only use you in a movie if you're that popping and locking guy or can they just go well, the popping and locking guy is just this character. We actually can do anything we want. I would love it if because if that's the case, if the popping and locking up. guy just all of a sudden starts showing up everywhere. I mean, if it were the popping and locking guy, that would be a fun little like Easter egg for everybody. Did you find the popping and locking guy? Because we put him in the movie. Yeah, I fucking did it, man. It was the part where they were in the park and you saw him behind the like tiger cage. You see that shit? That was awesome. That would be amazing. There he was. There was a young John Ham popping and locking, just all over. I mean, like, oh man, I was like, yeah, yeah. Just, just doing like the hand thing where you like push your face and stop it and then push it back the other way. Fast forward to <clears throat> fifty-seven minutes and twenty-six seconds, and look in the background next to the mailbox, in between that and the Arby's, and you'll see him. He's right there, dude. It's plain as day. But. That's one thing, but if you're able to just transform, like, okay, well, we we actually own, like, you, now we can just put uh, a young John Ham in, and 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 I don't, I'm just throwing John Hams out there. I don't know anything. He's done anything, unlike you know, uh, oh gosh, this is so famously different than what I knew him in being famous for was a uh, uh, Jason Alexander, and then like all those like Big Mac commercials started popping up. Oh yeah, when he was doing commercials. And here's, here's Jason Alexander, this, like, kind of slim and trim, and he's got, like, a full head of hair, and he's dancing and jigging and going along, going to town about this, you know, whatever, this sandwich. It doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think, on the menu. But, yeah, they could just use that version of Jason Alexander to put up against Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he's got a fucking young and trim <laughs> George Costanza. That would be fantastic. <laughs> That, like, what? I know I'm saying it, no. and then I'm as I'm saying it, I'm like, that does sound fucking great. I'd love that. So I, yeah, it seems like a ridiculous amount. And then you got you got like very very uh, wealthy guys like Bob Iger, who really shouldn't be. I mean, I don't feel like Bob Iger should say shit if you have that much money. Like I saw a tweet <sighs> that said like Bob Iger earns more in a day than what like your average writer makes in a year well and i like that that i, I think that's the thing it's like <clears throat> there's clearly an in this this world of of film there's clearly enough money being made so that it's because it, it's one of those things like it's not a political it's, it's not a distribution of wealth it's it's not uh uh anti-capitalist no it's the fact that th things are just off and yeah. i i think the thing is because uh, uh, one of the things that just really struck like i think it kind of especially from the streaming side the idea that no one is just no one's going to understand how they operate anymore like that that era should just we should all just be able to say that's done netflix yeah who all you guys 
you have to now disclose the metrics you're using for this and that. Uh, I know I've seen a number of places, and it may, I've, 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 it's probably one of the better um, covered uh, actors I've seen just in the last couple of days is uh, um, Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, uh, on the the picket lines. Um, at one of uh, one of the 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 articles that I was reading was him talking about. Um, because I think he's been in over a hundred episodes of Gilmore Girls, which is one of the uh, most watched shows on Netflix. Yeah. And his his residuals for that, like he, I don't think he gets anything, or it's like next to nothing. I think it's nothing. It's probably yeah. I bet they were probably worked out in the DVD era. Yeah. And and now, but nothing. Nobody like gets some. Nobody's nobody's making money off DVDs anymore. Like you just pay for a service and watch it as much as you want online. Yeah, it I I'm sure it it's 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 kind of one of those things where as soon as as like an executive, like a studio executive, as soon as you start to realize that nothing's ever going to be the same as it was yeah. with DVDs and Blu-rays, like now now we're on to just everything's on streaming now. Everybody there's going to be like 6 7 8 streaming superpowers and between the 8 of them you ought to be able to find the thing you want to watch probably most likely. Yeah. There's always going to be those outliers and movies that just never got physical media or just not streaming anywhere because of rights you know like the, it's 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 like a money issue it's not like they can't find it and put it on there yeah um but i, I don't i really don't understand just kind of if you think about it what if if you got if you got a big pile of money you would think that the talent and the people that tell the talent what to say and do should get a substantial amount of the uh, pile of money. Yeah. Uh, Cause without those people, I mean, you ain't got shit. It's, it's I, I, you know, like the executives and producers and they're, I'm sure they're worth their money in, in, in a lot of cases, but they're the ones that are causing the writers from, you know, like having like some sort of comfortable living. Yeah. Because they're just taking such a big piece for themselves, and they don't even really contribute much. Not really. Maybe they once did in the industry, but now you're just taking like these big cuts uh, because you've just been around for a long time. Like that—that's really—is that how we have to do this? Well, and I mean, I think because I think I think kind of the like this one of the big starting points for me is, <clears throat> and you know, I'm not you not not involved in all of the minutia behind it or. <clears throat> the the legalese or what but it's like it seems like the starting point is that everybody especially uh at like the you know at the, the corporate level is like all right let's all come to the table understanding where we were how we did all this before we we've crossed a threshold into a whole new world like <clears throat> streaming is not the same as broadcast network tv it's completely different, a horse of a completely different color. Um, and so, oh, and, yeah. and, you know, DVD, physical media still has its place. It is not anywhere near as strong of, uh, of an indicator of how somebody just these, these, like, this is, this is the thing is like Netflix, you guys, you guys have had your day. Um, and I, I think the thing is like in understanding it's like you're just you're not going to have the profit margins that you were having before because that's not how it's going to work anymore. It just can't. Netflix is spinning like crazy, dude. When I was in when I was doing our uh, studio tour out in L.A., yeah, they uh, the guy when we, each time we would drive by a studio that wasn't like Paramount or some big big studio I've heard of, he would like pass by like, oh, that's that studio there. They're responsible for these movies. Netflix owns them now. Like he kept saying that he's just like Netflix basically owns Hollywood right now. Well, I mean, if, I mean like just, uh, you know, without looking at, you know, balance sheets and whatnot and, and having any idea of how exactly, because I'm sure they've overcomplicated it. But it's like, if, if I'm Netflix and it's like, okay, I'm I have a certain amount of money that I'm, that's going to be coming in every month based on subscriptions. <clears throat> so I'm going to have X amount of dollars that comes in every month. And that could fluctuate depending on people, you know, 
joining and leaving the subscription, but that's probably going to be a relatively manageable, you know, like, okay, we have a reasonable assumption of this is how much, you know, uh, how much money we're going to have coming in every month. And then when you take out um, production costs for things that they're doing, um, any of the licensing fees that they, you know, and they would have it and uh, they would know what all of those are. And then just your, your overhead in general of, you know, employees and whatever the actual costs of running the business are, everything beyond that is just money in your pocket. Like there's not like, a, oh, if it's not something we're making, not a cost we already know of, i.e. like yeah. this, this is so much we're going to pay for our buildings and to keep the lights on and for toilet paper. Yeah, keep the lights on. It's like cost. all of your operating costs are going to be a known cost every month. So it's like, okay, if your operating costs and your production, you know, because their production budget is pretty set each year and it's set, you know, by their like this is how much we're going to have coming in. I was like, I, I don't, I mean, like, because that's one of the things we've talked about. It's like, I don't know how they quantify if something does well or not. It's like, clearly, if everybody watches something, it, you know, yeah. it was received well. Here's, but here's something I was thinking, and it bugs me, and I don't know the answer. Maybe you do. But, like, you know, uh, we, we, as we've said over and over and over, like, we don't know how to quantify success because they keep the number secret. But uh, you can find out how many subscribers they have. Yeah. But I wonder what percentage just what percentage of those subscribers are paid? Like how many of those are on a trial? So many ways you can just bypass getting them paying for a membership to these streaming services. Like all you need really is like a fresh email and like, you know, wait it out and then you can, you can get yourself another free trial. Uh, probably right around the time is something you actually want to see coming on that services out, you know? And, and also people share passwords with, uh, across, houses and and i know like netflix has, has invested a lot of money into cracking down on password sharing but wouldn't you i mean wouldn't you like to just not have to depend on that movie studio guys well and is it worth i i think i think that's i mean one of the things especially you know like in in under looking at the human behavior part of it it's like okay um like when when Netflix first became like a streaming service that people were really investing in, it was what like ten bucks a month, eleven, twelve, some, something like something relatively low. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, I don't think I have anything. I don't have anything special, but it's over twenty bucks a month for Netflix, and it's like I hardly ever watch it. Um, and it yeah, like, and so it's when I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, there's the you know inflation and the blah 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 over time. But it's one of those things like, okay, this the service itself, like they've yes, they keep creating new and different stuff. And it's like that's kind of the expectation that you would have for them as a consumer. Like, okay, I did I, I'm not paying each month just to have here's our set catalog of stuff. Like it's on your part. Like I continue to pay into this. So it's not it's one of those things like I'm not paying a, a monthly fee to just have access to your catalog of stuff. Like the expectation is it's going to continue to grow and change, you know, yeah. in, in whatever way. So that's, that's kind of the, that con, that social contract was like, as the consumer, we, they've can like, you know, now they're talking about, I know I've, I've heard in different times, like, Oh, they're going to be bringing ads to Netflix and all of these different <laughs> ways to supplement revenue. And I'm like, but Netflix yeah. isn't hurting for stuff. I mean, like they've, we've seen, We've seen indications, and, and because there is no transparency, we've seen indications that they kind of hit that mark of peak mm -hmm. saturation at some point, and they've kind of floundered, uh, you know, a little bit here and there. But it's like they keep just pumping out content, but it's not necessarily like, okay, all of the stuff you're putting out is stuff that I want anyways. Yeah, I was like you know, it's a little something for everybody. Yeah, it's like I mean, when when you used to have cable, you're like, oh, we've got over seven hundred channels. Like, yeah, but I watch four of them. Right. I was like, what does it matter if I have seven hundred if I don't watch most of them? Right. So it's it's like okay, yeah. I mean, you've got some stuff, but it's like the the cost of and you know now the fact that they are cracking down on people sharing passwords. It was like okay, it's the benefits to the consumer are not expanding exponentially in the same ways that the cost to the consumer are as well. So it's like, okay, not really. I'm paying into this. No. You guys are creating some content, 
but it's like you continue to you know exponent and it's and it's it was like oh we're gonna raise it a dollar or something here we're gonna raise it two dollars they raise it all the time but yeah they raise like, it all the if time. you just send me a notification it's like the onus is on me if I, this be goes beyond my price point to say all right fine i'm out yeah but it, that's when i was like okay you know for but stranger things the final season of that's another one of those yeah. things that are, has been said to be affected by this and that's not good because these kids are becoming adults now. You don't have. I mean, they already had. They already had one shut down because of COVID. It's 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 a bummer. It really is. It's a bummer. I know it's like one of those kind of things. It's like wham wham. But did you die? Uh, but it is kind of a bummer when you're really invested in in something like a show or a movie, and then like like you are with Deadpool. Like I am in Deadpool. Yeah. Like I'm super stoked about. Like after seeing, we haven't. I mean, we haven't talked on the show. The the yellow suit from like you know like the X Men that I that I know like when I think of Wolverines that yeah. yellow suit and they never have really come that close to to doing it they would always avoid it it's like but that's that's what he looks like that's what we all know he looks like but I mean he looked cool I mean Hugh Grant was just so good at playing Wolverine I mean, he could just like show up wearing whatever and you're like yeah that's Wolverine <laughs> the checks um. But yeah, I I don't know. Well, and because one of one of the other things about it um, is the fact that because we've talked a number of times th throughout this year, um, and even just one of the episodes we've did we did not too long ago about uh, you know movies we've seen recently and other things we have coming up that we're excited about. Like this is, I mean, even through, and I know we were talk we talked offline, but the having the Wonka trailer just dropped the other day. And that's coming out um, around Christmas time. I'm like, okay, Christmas time, through yeah. the end of this year, we are still getting. I mean, I, you know, uh, yeah, they're. I mean, I don't know. I think they're done filming Ghostbusters. Um. So, and that's supposed to come out at the end. So, like through the end of this year. I mean, I I thought I read that there might be a delay with. That, that, I, I mean, they're like, that's that's the that's the thing about it is. I don't know what you know. I, I I read that list, and those are all the the big ones that are currently filming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I don't know. You know that new Spider Verse movie is probably definitely going to get affected by this. I would think. And I don't know how that that might be done and in the can for all I know. I, I don't. Know. That that's 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 the thing. Like you know, we've spent a lot of time you know, this year talking about how you know how we finally you know going back you know to the Cinemasters podcast that we were doing. You know, yeah. oh, during the pandemic, talk. I mean, you know, we would talk about our our movie theaters going away. Are people going to come back to theaters? Oh man, it was like a serious. Oh, I I firmly believed that it was over. I really did. Yeah, it's, Especially when when it got to the point where that you you learned that AMC was filing for bankruptcy yeah. and they had to get bailed out. Uh, it's it's really good thing they got bailed out because if AMC had gone under, that would have been. I mean, that's like all those. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of new like. <laughs> what's what's the spirit halloween you know like anytime like a business oh, yeah. goes up you always see that and like yep. you'll see like some smart ass put a spirit halloween sign yep. on it that, that'd be a lot of new big spirit halloweens popping up all over the country i mean i know halloween's popular it might be able to support it well i mean i'd like, rather have a movie theater it's 2023 i mean it's taken i mean a couple of years yeah. Um, on the other side of probably, you know, peak lockdown kind of stuff, a couple of years for us to get back yeah. to a point where it's like, okay, people are going to the, and, and even in that, I mean, I was reading the other day about, I mean, like, uh, Marvel and Disney are, you know, they're, they're kind of looking a little bit more critically on how they're handling Marvel projects going forward. I think they feel like, you know, I've, I've not watched, I watched the first episode of, uh, Secret War, uh, Secret Invasion, the the new the yeah. newest Marvel uh, MCU TV show, and I mean it was okay. I enjoyed it. I need to catch up. I'm not gonna not watch it. Yeah. But even just that, right. I can. Uh, that's the part in me that I that I hate is, okay. I'm probably two or three episodes behind at this point, and it doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. show even some of the yeah. MCU show, like when they were first coming out, like when yeah. WandaVision was coming out. I was like, I was there, you know, okay, when I'm waiting to be able to click play, you know, there were times I watched episodes at three in the morning because that's when it became available because I oh, wanted to yeah. watch it. Now it's like, 
I'm a couple weeks behind and it's like, oh yeah, I'll catch up when I, when I can. Eh. And it's like, <laughs> right. okay, that's, I mean, like they have, I mean, they have projects. I mean, I'm not like raving about the Marvels and that's the last thing we have coming out in theaters this year. I'll see it oh, yeah, um, because I know I will. I was like, Deadpool three is definitely. I think. I think for the record, it's it'll be a fun movie. I do too. I I, I I'm not. I don't want to down on it just because. I think it'll be good yeah. and entertaining. Uh, I don't think it'll do. I'll just let you know too that I'm just probably not going to go see it. I yeah, guess. I don't think it's going to do well at the box office. I don't um, think they care about the Marvel characters all that much. They really haven't given no Brie Larson a ton to do. No, they've. And now they have to like bring in all these other Marvels to like even get a movie made. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I think I think they're starting to realize that they may have painted with a little bit too broad of a brush. So they're it may be good that they tighten some things up. I mean, I I think. Yeah, I think so, I think too. there's a lot of people that are really. Um, I mean, I, I know myself included. I'm looking at Deadpool three as the next really good Marvel movie uh, on the horizon. Um, yep. But even even beyond that, some of the I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's I mean, I've not seen stuff. Uh, I've not seen anything uh, big on the uh, the Jonathan Major stuff. I mean, the whole Kang thing is kind of hanging on that. And I don't think they've made up their mind on yeah. what they want to do. So, I haven't heard any. Why? Why? Why even talk about yeah. it? So, I mean, there's if because if, this roadmap that they lay out, they don't have to go with. No, that. I mean, they could they change could, stuff. up. They could double they back around. It's never happened before. Like they've never gone back on a on a. But I mean, clearly, look. I don't think fans would be mad at Marvel if if they admitted, like, hey, we 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 need to we need to make some changes. We're we're not we're not really satisfied with the direction. Yeah, is where it's going. Like we, yeah, you know, we we had we thought we 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 did lay out a plan. We're because we're we're us, but. It, you know, and maybe because a little bit too of the whole, you know, Kang, like the the the, the doubt there, like you don't know how that's gonna go. Like let's just let's just pull it back. Let's. Oh God, I wish then they would just focus on the X Men. God, so much. I wish yeah. they would just focus. Like, please, just start making a bunch of cool X Men movies. Well, and I, I think I mean, please. I know we're going back to a lot of old X Men stuff in this Deadpool movie, but I feel like that's a real gateway. Into, I've heard about this uh, into new stuff. even even a little bit of dead uh, was a <laughs> uh, oh god what the hell the you know like Ben Affleck Daredevil yeah. Daredevil was <laughs> like why can't I think of his name I I know I know Elektra's in it there's there's been uh, her, there's been a lot of room like there's been a lot of rumors of people being seen on set and it's like you know. Yeah. I, and I, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a lot of fun, which I feel like has kind of been missing from some of the Marvel stuff lately. Like people aren't just excited to go see it. It's it's like I, even the way that some of the people kind of downed on Guardians three a little bit or like it was still a who, really good movie who downed on Guardians three. That that's yeah. I was crazy. like, it, oh, you mean like critics? Yeah. Or whatever? I mean just, OK. Oh, and like, no, I think you're right. I think you're listening right. Listening to people like, you know, it's it's funny. I mean, just. Um, I I just you know I, I think we talked offline. I just went through all the Mission Impossible movies. Mission Impossible Two is, you know, it's really I mean like it's not anywhere near as fun or as good. But just, it's when I was like just it, a turd. When people when people it was like oh my gosh it was unwatchable. It's like it, when they say that about anything, I'm like okay yeah you really need to kind of temper. It's like if you didn't like it, I, that's fine. I'm not saying you got to love every movie, yeah. but it's when I was like. Right. I think especially some of the perspective I feel like with the the writer strike and all the other stuff is like okay the the big names in Hollywood aren't aren't gonna really be impacted by this at all. I mean like the the even the fact that okay SAG's involved you get all these actors it's like yeah. the big name actors are not gonna be hurting these the people that are gonna be hurting are people who are making. Like it, as an actor, you make what we would make at our job. Like you're maybe in a Hallmark movie, or maybe you're you know mm -hmm. somewhat regular on it. Like people that are making a, a living wage as an actor, they're not making millions of dollars because they make movies every. Like no, I have a small part in a show that I'm in regularly. It's like yeah, I make you know I make X amount of you know thousands of dollars a year. And it's like okay. This is my profession. I'm not a huge Hollywood name. I just make my living. Most of these actors need these residuals. Yeah. Like it's like a big part of their livelihood. Yeah. 
Because it's not like a nine yeah. to five where I get a paycheck every two weeks. Because they don't get the, tw- the twenty million dollar paydays that some of these yeah. other actors would get. So it's like because there's because uh, I sit I sit through to the end of every movie I go to, and it's not because I'm waiting for the end credits Marvel scene that is hidden in every movie. I just a part of it is I love the experience. I know I I kind of share in that. Kevin Smith has said that before. It's like you just don't want the experience to be over. It's like it's so much fun even all the way through the end. But there are times, like a lot of times, just for the heck of it, um, and not because I'm some weird purist or something, but it's like I will sit there and just scan and read as many of the names in the credits as I can, mm-hmm. just because these are people that made my enjoyment possible for the last two hours. It was a guy that was hanging lights, or a guy that was you know making sure yeah. that the catering was taken care of, or if it was somebody who was. I, I would definitely. Talk, I would I would recommend that anyone who's just like down and going on seeing a movie just because they heard something about Chris Pratt, like I'm not seeing that movie because of Chris Pratt. Watch the end credits, man. Look at all these people. All Look the at people all these people that made who this made this possible. excellent thing, and you're gonna like tell them no just because. I mean, what something you heard? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, it's like okay. I mean. If if I, I I mean if you never were gonna see it that's one yeah. thing but if you're walking around going I'm protesting yeah like I was I was up in the air whether or not I was gonna see the Flash it was not like a I'm gonna be there day one and you know yeah. the kind of time kind of came and passed in in a w- Adam Peterson known DC hater <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was when I was like okay I may or may not see this in theaters um. But, you know, when the window kind of passes, like, okay, there, I have other stuff that I know that I want to see in theaters. So it's like, all right. Especially this summer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll wait for I'll wait for it to come out and I'll, I'll check it out when it's available. Um, it, it's when I was like, at no point, even in being on the fence, would I have been, would I have said, I'm not seeing this movie specifically because of Ezra Miller. Because I don't believe going to see it makes me somebody that's I, I like oh you approve it's like no 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 that's not what i'm doing yeah i'm paying to go see a movie that you cannot take the two and make them equal because i paid to go see a movie if anything i'm paying the carpenters and the electricians and the catering yeah and the nurses and the visual and effects digital artists effects, because every- they're honestly the people that i'm mostly here for yeah. these people <laughs> i want to see a beautiful movie world. ezra miller yeah did an okay job playing pretend for a couple of hours. Right. And I'm applaud. Him, and I, I, I applaud thought he was decent. I didn't think he was bad at all. Really? No. I, and it, his, and his story was a pretty, a pretty hefty one. Yeah. You know, cause he's dealing with like losing his parents, both his parents in a way. And, but you know, he, he's more to the challenge. He's up to the challenge. He's and, he did a good job. And for, for the people, cause, because it's one of those things like, you know what? Anybody that says this is my hill that I'm going to die on, it's like you can't die on every hill. So it's like if you're dying on every hill, then, no, you then, can only die once. But it, yeah. it's like if this is your hill, if you say, you know what, I just can't. Like this is such a thing to me because of <laughs> this or that, or it's personal or what. Yeah. More, I like. I am never, ever, ever going to tell somebody no. You, like you can't. Like if you if you decided I just can't get over what Ezra Miller did, and so that's just the thing for me. I'm not going to see the movie because I totally respect that. If, if that's if that's where the line is for you okay as like and that's that's fine and i will approve of that it's one of those things like but the the flip side of that coin but no is, they want to they want to go online and r- try to ruin it for people yeah who, it's like no who you know you know what if I mean? that's it's your like, hill i'm respecting you in that being your yeah. hill don't bring your hill yeah. into my space I, i'm not on that same <laughs> hill and understand, oh. I'm not like it, it, that's why I like to make that differentiation. It's like if I plunk down fifteen bucks at the box office to go see the Flash, I'm not handing fifteen dollars directly to Ezra Miller and saying, "Here, take my fifteen dollars and continue to be a douche and do these crazy things." <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what I'm doing, and it, that's not what that means. No. And yeah, you no. can't make it mean that just because. But you'll find you'll find somebody out there yes. who will f- just argue with that still but it's like it the this whole but aren't you though uh, the the <laughs> what i hope and i hope we can get things resolved relatively quickly and i hope we can come to something amicable because what i don't love is that every day that passes while we're in this strike and it gets bigger and worse that bubble is waiting for us down the road 
Yeah. We're go- like, we are just. Is it going to be a, it's getting bigger. We're just getting, getting to the point where people are showing up to the movies, where people love being in theaters. It's an experience. Like we, this 2023 is, you know, like, okay, we're just this to me, 2023 as a baseball fan, 2023 is the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire home run race. <laughs> hey, the Reds are in first place. How do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like after this, this is crazy after they had the strike of the 90s and people were like i am done with baseball like we, yeah. we they needed something big and fun for people to come rally around and get excited about in baseball so that people would watch it again and it's like we the movies of 2023 and all of the good stuff we've gotten has really brought people back to theaters and i love that and i'm like knowing that we're yeah. going to have another it's, bubble it's a hell of a comeback story it's it's worthy of a movie. Like you could make a movie about that, but so that's what makes this like this hurt so much is because the the first the the last uh, stoppage was unavoidable, yeah. right? I mean, this is like something they could fix today. Yeah, they could get together and go. We could fix this today, but they're just gonna drag it out. And I mean, is it like a I built this empire and I'll see it burn before? I pay, you know what I mean? It's like kind of what it feels like. Well, and just spread it out. Cause if you don't, you're going to kill the industry. And yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've heard, I've heard some claims of things people are saying, and I don't know if they're true or not true. I hope they aren't because it's the, you know, the people are, they're rightfully so. I think in some instances vilifying the, the, the corporate people that are making ridiculous salaries while you have other people that are like, okay, for you to make this much money and for this person, it's like, it's not, it's not like we should give this person more money than they're owed. It's we're not, we're not paying this person what we should be paying them for the job they're doing. That's the injustice. Yeah. It's not, Oh, we, Oh, if it, we're, we're that, that money that you feel like you should or be earning, like you, it's like the Bob's need to come in and do some consolidating, yeah. you know, like they just like, what do you do? It Yeah. And what so it's like, okay, the, like, would you say you don't do much? Because this guy over here stars in the movie. And, I mean, like, in understanding, it's like, okay, if there's millions of people that go see a movie and it's you have a Marvel movie that's going to make a billion dollars, there are going to be a handful of people that get a lot of that money. They're, I mean, like, the big I'm names, telling you right now. But it's like... Sorry, go ahead. In that, it's like, okay, if we have these... If we have movies and TV shows and all these things that are, you know, like... the, It's like, okay... If you just have to accept, if Netflix and Hulu and Disney have to accept, okay, the the days of just making money hand over fist, it, it like okay, we're it's not like now. Oh no, the Bob Iger's only gonna make you know ninety thousand dollars. Like no, you're. I mean, you will have your grandkids will never have to work a day in their life. Yeah. Your great grandkids will never have to work a day in their life because the amount of money that you already possess. So oh the thing God. is, like, let's let's make this whole mechanism continue to work because if we get if we get I mean in a year from now or however long it takes, especially the longer it goes, the bigger that bubble gets because all of these projects are still going to require the amount of time and attention to get them done to put them out. So like, yeah, the May release date for Deadpool three. Uh, is probably not going to happen because if that was the release date without a strike, every day that passes is going to push that movie back and back and back. And so yeah. with all that, it's like all of these new movies that people were are, are excited, like we're hearing about or people are, you know, the buzz is going, all of that is just getting pushed back. It's getting pushed back. Yeah. And then it, and then when that happens, it may never happen at all. Yeah. Cause I mean, things go on and off shelves pretty easily. It seems like. Yeah, I was like, I I had a horrifying thought, you know, and then and it and it kind of like my thought ties into like what we're talking about with like AI and 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 scanning people and all that stuff. So, I know we both seen Fast and Furious Ten. You joked about it. Yes, I've I, I kind of like echoed your feelings, and I told I told Four KJ about it. And uh, so <laughs> I was just kind of telling you, I was like, I didn't want to sour him because it's a dick move to just yeah. plant a seed of of negativity. But I was like, I expected him to have seen it 
So I was just like, have you seen it? And I wanted to like, just, I just wanted to verify with somebody else that like, this is this movie just feel off. Does just this feel like a Kmart version of yeah. a, a fast and furious movie is something, something's wrong. And uh, so I was telling him about it. And he was like, really? And so I, I think he just didn't watch it because I think I turned him off without even really meaning to. But uh, I think he also might've had suspicions because like not a lot of people were talking about it while it was in theaters. Yeah. To be fair. I know it did decently, but like nobody I know was like talking about it. Like that was awesome. Like nobody was talking about it. And uh, you had some interesting things going on in that movie. Like Jason Momoa doing like a big, incredible performance. Uh, but so anyways, point is 4KJ was, he came by uh, yesterday and uh, we were just like watching something on TV. I was like, did you, did you see Fast X? Like, no. I was like, well, you want to watch it? We could just watch it right now. So everybody else went to the pool and swim, and then we watched that, and we just laughed. We just fucking laughed so much at what a piece of a crap movie that is. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I know, like, we typically are positive, and but it's to the... <laughs> I don't know if it's like the copy of what I'm watching is just makes it look bad, but it looks, it looks, the color grading looks weird. Uh, everything looks like it's filmed against a green screen. Like everything looks like there's a screen behind them. So many times I was like, okay, that looks like, <laughs> that looks like Dom talking to a blurred out screen of, of, uh, you know, somebody else like it it reminded me of that one season of arrested development oh yeah. where they went ahead and made the season on netflix but they didn't have everybody like they couldn't get like the, yeah everything every episode was like featuring one or a couple of the like it wasn't like a big fa- like a unit really. they pieced like, it all was together like, in the end they pieced it together this movie feels like that yeah. it feels like a piece together like cut like all from cut footage like all of it's just generic as hell and we were just laughing so hard at so many of the scenes and it and there's so much ai like or not ai but cg in the thing it just got me thinking like this already looks like mostly like a video game so much of it yeah. like even like the headquarters you know yep of the agency or whatever just look generic and bland like there's just like these six like floating monitors and you got uh, the Reacher guy, the, I forget his name, but he's he's like standing in the middle of it. But it just looks like he's there on a and like there's just blue screens all around him and they're just digitally putting in like screens and shit. And and when they do show something on the screen, it looks just like a still cropped cut from the, another Fast and Furious movie just like put in there. Like they didn't even, you know, <laughs> it was so weird. It's it's like I just couldn't stand it. The, the Fast and the Furious movies to me feel like if so if if a uh if a nearsighted person without their glasses was trying to cheat uh-huh. off of a mission impossible movie. oh yeah it was like i, yeah. I can, i'm but looking that, at your paper that, and i think i can make out like okay uh so then the the explosion it's like mission impossible <laughs> consistently okay we're going to up the ante of what we're doing but they do it really really yeah. really well it's cohesive yeah. movies with dynamic characters, interesting, you know, and, and they do. I mean, a lot of the stuff is really practical. They don't rely. I mean, there's it's not like they don't use CG, but it's like a lot of the stuff yeah. is crazy as it is. They do try and do real practical effects. Tom Tom Cruise yeah. was really hanging on the outside of a plane. You know, he right. really did this. The the uh, he had a cable on him, but he was yeah, hanging like, outside. I mean, like they were really <laughs> flying up. There's real practical that wasn't effects there. Simulated, but it's you know the, you know, and watching how the even like the tech grows and it's like okay, it's cool to see how they take the same things and make and make them better. And they, I mean they do. I mean they yeah. do some crazy things, but it's like you know okay in Ghost Protocol when you're watching Tom Hanks climb out the side of the building in Dubai. And you know, okay, okay, these are some of the same buildings that in Fast and the Furious, they just drive a car from one to the other. Like, okay, Mission Impossible did it in like a real way. And then in a Wish.com way, here comes Fast and Furious. Like, oh, we did that too. Just we drove a car from one building to another. It's like, we drove a car. That's not a thing, guys. Like, oh, but we did it because 
Dom's but, really good yeah, at driving so, cars. But you're right. They're, they existed on two separate planes yeah. pretty well. Because one, one was, its whole thing was, wink, wink. You know, like, what are we going to do next time? Yeah. But, but then again, there was a certain kind of care. Like, there was good writing. It was like the writing was just good enough to make the crazy, unbelievable stunts. Like, just... We're, just give me enough story that ties this all together in a real way, and then we'll be happy. And it was, and for a while, it was fun that they were doing like bring back Jon Snow type stuff. Yeah. But now they're just tacking them on, throwing them in, like, hey, now you thought I was dead. I'm back too. With the uh, Gal Gadot character. Yeah, they're like, that doesn't matter. And Han looked so fucking bored through this whole movie because he's got, he got like paired up with Roman. And, uh, and, and, uh, and what's her face? T- yeah. And right. Right. So like, he's just kind of like off in their group because Roma had his mission. Like they just kept calling it a mission. <laughs> it was so generic. Yeah. I'm going to lead the mission. Like who, who designates the leader of the mission? Is it Dom? Is it, is it the agency? Like what the hell mission are you talking well, about? And anyways, the movie is fucking ridiculous. It's just head to toe, front to back. I don't even know what I'm like a bad. It's like a bad magic trick. Really yeah. is what it is. <laughs> Just a bad magic trick. Like, and you've seen good magic and now you're looking at the bad magic and you're like, Ugh. see the string. Ugh. Well, and that, it, and that well, goes, cause Justin Lin was not involved very much in this one. That, and that goes either. to show you too. It was like, director. this is a franchise that I think, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, the eighth installment made a billion dollars. Uh, the ninth installment, I don't yeah. know that did that well, but it's like, and even Fast X, I know it's still making money. I mean, it's still like it's yeah. not climbing the charts. It's, it's not a box office failure. Yeah, but it's like I don't think uh, it's like the 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 thing is like okay, these as as you know viable as a franchise as it still clearly is at ten. It's when I was like okay the 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 thing i mean like i can't I'm like when i saw commercials that it's like it's going to be on peacock soon i was like you know time is kind of irrelevant anymore it's like i didn't have no idea what day it is or <laughs> you know i was like i know i have no perspective it's like when did that come out when is I it i know coming? exactly what you're talking but about but it, it's one of those like okay it's it, it, that's one of those one of those carryover things from the pandemic that feels like that timeline is just so much shorter and it's like, and it really, I mean, it really did used to be a dedicated time yeah. so that the, th- you can already, you can already own the Transformers movie. Yeah. I was like, well, and one of the things that's really kind of funny about some of that is how, how big the physical media used to be. And I, I do think that there's still an industry for it. I think it is more niche, um, a niche market, but it, it is, I mean, like there is still very clearly. I mean, because I, I know one of the reasons that 4K stuff hasn't taken off um, the 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 way that Blu-ray did it, eventually is the cost of, of the like you can go buy a Blu-ray player for thirty bucks uh, on Black <laughs> Friday. So, yeah. so it's like you could watch Blu-ray movies at home, and uh, I mean Blu-rays when they first come out, they're still you know twenty to twenty-five dollars a lot of times. Um, but it doesn't take long for that price to fall in a lot of cases, and you can get a lot of movies at really reasonable prices on Blu-ray, so you can get a good quality. I feel like the physical media would always boom whenever the new console came out, yeah. like the new big gaming console. But it didn't happen with 4K. This is just my theory, by the way. The, it didn't happen this cycle because no one could find PlayStation Five yeah. or Xboxes in the marketplace. You had to uh, be. It was just really difficult to find a PS5, and it's still. I I was uh, walking past a GameStop the other day, and they had a little thing that it's like we have PS5. Like it's the PS5 is like three years old now. Yeah. Uh, and to to be like we got it, guys. Like still at this point. Uh, so I don't know. I think that could be a factor as well. well and just, they did, there, there were no f- cheap for like available 4K players. Th- that's that even 4K players. Um, years now after the the technology is introduced into the market, the the cost of a 4K Blu-ray player has not dropped to the point where it's yeah it's uh, inexpensive. I mean, like to go buy, yeah, you're still just better off getting a PS. Yeah, I mean to go buy, just buy a 4K player. And not even get like I mean you could spend hundreds you could still spend hundreds of dollars on an expensive 4K player, 
but just to go buy one off the shelf is still going to cost you a couple hundred dollars. And it's like yeah. that that doesn't match. It's like that's why we we didn't, you know, really upgrade to that next level. It's like okay, Blu-ray the, you know, unless you're really paying attention, there's not a big enough difference for a lot of people between the Blu-ray picture you're going to get and a 4K picture, especially to necessitate like I'm going to go spend hundreds of dollars on another player. No, I'll yeah. spend $30 on a Blu-ray player. I and I'll watch movies. Yeah, I know. I know there are people who do notice the difference. Yeah, and I'm not saying that not like not everybody can, but uh, I, if I'm being honest, I don't see like a huge difference between well and the two. I mean, even the difference between maybe for animation, perhaps I don't know the well and the the picture that you get streaming versus the picture that you get watching a disc. A lot of people will make the make the it was like oh you, if you're watching it on streaming it's just as good as watching a disc if you're paying attention no watching it on a disc is no always, there's artifacts there's there's little artifacts yeah watching around, it on a disc yeah. is always going to be a better show but that's another one yeah. of those things that streaming has brought is that uh, you know I don't want to just label it as laziness but it's like there's a there's a uh, a concession that okay. I don't want to go. All of the things that used to surround the world of physical media have died off in uh, at the name of convenience. I can press a button on my remote and I can watch any movie I want. I don't have to go to a store. Yeah, I don't have to go to. Yeah, a red we've box. been gradually doing that for our whole lives. It feels like yeah. just just trading away for for convenience' sake, trading away quality. And and they, <laughs> you know, to their credit, they gave people a good enough threshold of. Uh, of uh quality that they're like okay yeah you know i'm not getting shortchanged here like this is the picture here is if you really care those people do go out and they okay i want to make sure i have the best resolution i want to make sure i have the best equipment but for your average viewer okay whatever tv i go and i uh, whatever's you know at best buy on black friday if i buy that that's going to be good enough for me I don't gotta have yeah. top of the line. I can have this. I can have my no Netflix for most people, myself included. And even if you tell yeah, people, I spend you're... an awful lot of time on these, like watching these things. But yeah, you're always like, that's good enough. Yeah, yeah, but whatever is on sale. And <laughs> even just because it's one of those things that feels like when you know they label stuff as like all natural or organic or this or that. It's like you know, there's there's real thresholds for certain labels to be able to be used. But he was like, oh, I'm eating it. It's all natural. It's like, yeah, there's no qualification for it to be all natural. I was like, <laughs> it's when I was like, it's, oh, I'm streaming in HD. That's like, it's not the, like, if you really want to get into the resolutions, if you really want to get into the, you know, the refresh 720 rate. is technically HD. Yeah. So it's like, it's when I was like, okay, if you're okay with it, I'm not going to say that, you know, oh, you're, but it's yeah. like, don't tell me the two things are the same because they're not. Right. So it's. They're They've not. just found. But I'll tell you what, too. I think one thing that's slowed it down, too, is because I think just scientifically we're at a point now, you know, like with technology, we you would always try to, like, double it and see the gains. Yeah. You know, like, we are we got something brand new. Let's make it twice as good. But now I think we're at a point where we just, our eyes cannot even yeah. perceive any more pixels from, from a certain distance. I, I think there's, yeah, like from, like if you're sitting and looking at like maybe if you're standing on top of the screen and looking at it you could see extra pixels but if if you're like most people and you're watching it from bed or if you're watching it on a couch some you know more than an arm's length away we'll say you're you're watching it that way so you you can't even like if they sold you a 16k TV it wouldn't even benefit yeah. you yeah it would look just like your 4k TV yep so it, it so is. What do you do now? Now, now you're at kind of this. Like, ooh, what are we going to do now? Like, we can't just double the specs. Anymore. Yeah, we have to come up with something new. I think that's what Apple Vision is going to bring. I think it's going to bring a new way to just like have your own. Like, not a lot of people have can just do like man caves. But if you have like an Apple Vision, you could just any space could become like your man cave. You could have like a like little foosball AR or like you know. Uh, watch a movie anywhere you are. I mean, it looks it looks like this this especially the Apple headset. It's I think it's going to change the way people watch a lot of things. <laughs> it it'll be it'll be really interesting to see because I mean that's I think I think you're definitely right in the fact that like in some uh, in some ways I mean like when you think back to like okay when we were kids um, watching movies on you know 
a, a boxy CRT uh, TV screen. Um, and, you know, I was like, every movie is like, oh, this has been formatted to fit your screen. I was like, and then all of a sudden, all of the TVs, they're all on widescreen. And I was like, and you're still yeah. watching movies with the black bars on them. I was like, why are the black bars there? Why is this? But it's like, okay, we, we got bigger fans. I mean, like, you know, when I look at the size of the TV that I have now versus the size of the TV that I had when I was kids, it's funny because like, okay, oh, oh cool. I want to get the biggest TV I can get. And more often than not, people are watching shows and movies on their phone or on a tablet. It was like, okay, no, no, it was, we're, uh, yeah. we're supposed to get bigger. I, I, I sometimes have to make myself get off my phone and watch something yeah. on, like bigger well, television. Because it's, it's the convenience. I was like, okay, yeah. and even that, it's like, okay, you know, I, you know, I might, I'll watch a show. I'll... Like I watched all of the House of the Dragon shows on big screen. Like I watched all of that Lord of the Rings show on a big. Like I didn't, I didn't watch those on my phone. Like can't do it. No. Yeah, I mean, I, most most of the time anymore, it, when I'm going to the movies, I am like, unless I absolutely, unless it's only showing in one of the regular theaters. I will almost exclusively go like, is this in XD? Cause I just want to see it in the biggest screen with the best sound. It's like, if I'm going, Same. I want to go and do it right. I'll go at a later time. Yeah. If I can see it in XD, you know, like, it's like I don't want to short, like if I'm paying for the experience, if I'm it, like, you know, and it's like, I don't, it's funny. It'll always, it'll always be entertaining to me when I see that little map um, of pick, you know, go ahead, pick your seats. And there's that cluster in the middle. It's like all of these people know exactly why this is where they want to sit. Yeah. I was like, because yeah. my kids were like, oh, can we sit in the back? I was like, no. If you sit all the way in the back, you're missing out on the sound because the sound, you're not getting that full. It's like, you know, this is. We all know where the sweet spot exactly. is. No. And we all know. And so it, it, it is like, if I'm going to go and I'm going to pay the money, it's like, okay, it might be 10, 15, $20 cheaper if I see it in the regular theater without the special sound and the big screen, but it's like, what's and the, the convenience charges yeah, it's like, and what's, bullshit. What's the point then? I was like, I want to, this is supposed to be the spectacle of seeing it on the big screen is that I'm seeing right. it on right. the big screen. So it's like, all right, that's what I want to do. You imagine the irony of watching one of those ads. They play like, you got to see it on a big screen or it's not cinematic, but you're watching it on like the theater's yeah. cheesiest like, screen. <laughs> hey, I'm already here. I was like, I get. Oh, that's the other funny thing about it. We're here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> this should be playing on television, not here. Yeah, I'm like, uh, who, who? Like, I already came. You already have the money. Even if I leave now, you've got the money. Uh, I was like, uh, like, and then on top of they're like, hey, uh, I know that they just want to try and convince me I should go get a Coke and popcorn. I get the psychology behind it, but it's one of those things. Like, yeah. do we? I mean, like, do we really need to advertise Coke here? Like I only have no. one option, and, and popcorn. I mean, is anybody like, oh, Coca Cola? Are they still making that? That's still a thing. I'm starving. What are they? What am I going to eat in this movie theater? Yeah, that's like, oh yeah, fucking popcorn. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the one thing that movie uh, theater's been famous for for decades. <laughs> that's right. I could go get a Coke and some popcorn. Yeah, but. All of that, that's when I was like, you know, that's why I'm like, okay, you guys got to, you guys got to get this stuff figured out because we're, we're going to, it's going to, it's just going to impact those of us that are really, I mean, that love movies we're just going to, we're going to come back around to the, this bubble's going to pop and we're going to, you know, 2024, 2025, whenever it's going to hit us, I was like, all right, this is that, this is that desert we, you know, we, we made for ourselves where there's just nothing either they're going to have to rush it's stuff. the bubble yeah they're, now now i'm in the bubble yeah, they're going to have to rush stuff to make sure that we still have things and it's like okay no don't rush it make it crappy but it's like we're going to reach that point where it's like yep that's what they'll probably try and do they'll probably try to just get people to work twice as long days yeah still try to get like yeah uh, and i'm sure the workers are aware of that too right i like i don't want to draw this out so much that i may lose the gig altogether uh, but you know, that, that's the risk you, I mean, you know, that's the risk you take when you go on strike. Yeah. <laughs> the job you're trying to get better benefits for may not be there anymore when you get back. So just, I, I just, I hope, like, oh shit. I hope they get it figured out. I hope, I hope, you know, 
I hope. Have you heard? Have you heard anything like a like a whisper even of when when the, like now that the actors are involved, is this like you know gonna get wrapped up sooner? I, I know I know that that's gonna hit them harder, um, and I I don't like I wish because uh, it seems like from the handful of things that I've read and I've I've not spent a lot of time in, in investing in it just because. Uh, like it's I don't know who you know like oh somebody such and such may have said that like uh, I, I I know Ron Perlman who is you know he he's the the go-to voice for it was like well if Gary Busey isn't available let's see what Ron Perlman has to say um, <laughs> and but Busey's always available yeah, Busey's he's always, always available. on it he'll always be there you're just if like, you're if you're making something Busey's available it, it's when I was like oh, that's that's even a little bit crazy for Gary Busey like that's a little too Gary Busey <laughs> for Gary Busey um <clears throat> I feel sad that his son didn't get to pick up on that yeah. you know because he looks kind of he looks so much oh, like Jake him anyway. looks just like him yeah he's got but the there's same like teeth. The, he he didn't take advantage of those juicy Busey roles. no he didn't but juicy Busey rolls uh, go great with hamburgers and <laughs> that honestly that should be a line of hot dog buns. Juicy Busey rolls, hot dog and hamburger buns. Uh, they should have. I mean, just we just invented a product. If Gary Busey, call us. I mean, Jake Busey, call us. I can just imagine. Like Gary and Jake, you know, just two little cartoon faces with gigantic teeth and crazy eyes <laughs> slapped on a bag of hamburger buns or hot dog buns. Oh my God. It's perfect for product. I mean, they're, they're, the he's shelves. already like a little cartoon character. Juicy Buseys. Get you some Juicy Busey buns. Juicy Busey dinner rolls. Yeah. It's a whole <laughs> line of products. It's a whole line. You got hot dog buns, dinner rolls, uh, everything, everything, bagels, everything. everything. You got it. All right. Well, I guess you know that 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 was a fun yeah. that was a fun little topic to pull out there and just talk about it. I I feel like um, you now you definitely you definitely told me about some things that are halted, you know for sure that I hadn't heard, but it makes sense. Yeah, it just makes sense. Like any anything every anything and everything is on hold. So if you knew about a project uh, that you heard of in the last couple of years, they ain't working on it anymore. Hold right now. No, they're not. Oh, I don't know. Hopefully they get it straightened out soon. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure there's a point of no return. They're just, they're just doing their thing where they make an offer, go back, think about it a while, make an offer, go back. They're just going to let them get to a point and they're going to agree. They're like, all right, this is my bottom line point. They, they, they drug it out all the way to here. Yeah. I wasn't going to budge. My cheap ass wasn't going to budge. So I'm just going to make them take us all the way to the point. <laughs> Assholes.